0: Hello, and welcome to episode 23 of Big Boss Battles, Big Boss Babble. I'm Trench J, and today we're back up to the four horsemen. So we've got me, Trench J, we've got Dan.
1: Hello. <laughs> there he is.
0: <laughs> that, that laughter there is George. Hey. Hey, and missing last week, but back today, it's Toby.
2: Hello. Yeah, wh- what was up with that, Toby? Why'd you miss last week? Huh, huh, huh? Uh,
3: my alarm did go off.
2: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Yeah, obviously we have to remember that it is like, what's it, 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock in the morning for you, Toby? Or something, uh, something actually like it's that?
3: Getting nearly 10, but I like... Oh, it's late, it's late on, late. on the energy. weekend, so oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's right then.
1: It's Sunday there, isn't it? At time, like day of recording. Yeah, it's in the future. Yeah.
0: Yeah. From Sunday, 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 right.
1: Oh, Mo- Monster Truck Rally.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so... This week, we're going to discuss the uh, the rumours, and they are rumours, we, sh- we should uh, make that clear, that Microsoft is in the market to buy their way out of their current situation of having no games. And uh, the names that are on the table are the PUBG developer Blue Hole, Valve, and
2: EA. EA Blue holes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so I, I, I believe this is it's not even rumor. This is like wild speculation level, but it's a it's a good topic. So so yeah, let's it's, let's, let's it's, roll with this.
2: It's based off the fact that I mean we can all I don't know. In my opinion, Xbox has not had the most smashing of uh, of a year. They really haven't. I mean, they put out the Xbox X, and that's pretty much it as far as games go. They're kind of just lagging behind everybody else.
0: Well, they got they got PUBG. This is It was completely broken, but they got PUBG.
1: <laughs> I met a mate today who I've not seen in about five or six years, probably longer than that. And it, and I was like, What are you up to these days? And he said, Well, I'm mainly playing PlayerUnknown Own Battlegrounds and a little bit of Rainbow Six. So there you go. <laughs>
0: Excellent story ten out of ten. <laughs> well, it's again. obviously
1: being played by people mate. <laughs> so we can we can be like yeah it's broken. Oh. <laughs> and also like uh oh, Rainbow 6. Yeah, that's working for you game to the service, isn't it? But I suppose <laughs> they're, they're both doing alright. It's just games have changed. So w- yeah.
2: the point is is that what can Microsoft Xbox do? What can they put in their pocket to kind of bring themselves around to maybe have a better 2018, and that's kind of what the well, discussion is about. Nvidia.
0: See, so, <laughs> why Nvidia? They don't make games. No, they bought them
1: out, then other people couldn't use their chipsets. Right.
3: <gasps> that's genius. Can but I don't know how that would help them. play Microsoft games on Nvidia.
0: I'm not sure how that would help them in the, in the short term, though.
1: Well, they'd, they'd buy Nvidia... I think this was rumored a few years back. I believe there was talk that they were going to either buy NVIDIA or AMD, and then they were going to use the other company and buy at such large volumes that they would be a large percentage of the company's revenue stream. Ergo controlling the market via cold, hard money.
2: Which Hmm. they have a lot of.
0: They do, yeah, Ooh, considering that they could quite easily buy e a who are massive in their own right, yeah but this but this is my this is my point, so of the three names that are currently on the table, only one realistically makes sense, and that's e a valve, but you buy a blue hole, you get one game, you buy a valve, technically, you don't get anything, you just get a massive revenue stream from steam. Yep. you buy EA. Well, they, they you've have, got a ton of games.
2: They have Portal and Half Life and <laughs> their own. Dota. Yeah, but, but
0: but what I mean is, you know, all that you know, you got all them games. Most of them came out on the 360 anyway. All the big Valve games. So
1: yeah, that's not
0: they're really not a problem. Making games these I'm though. guessing the orange box probably works on backwards compatibility anyway. So.
1: It does, I believe. But let's yeah. let's also But what consider. I mean is what
0: if you buy Valve, you might have, they might have those games but they're gonna to have to be reworked and programmed for the Xbox One. You buy EA, you've got a ton of stuff ready to go. Because they make stuff for the Xbox One already.
1: Unless it becomes an app. Explain. <laughs> well, at the minute, on my PC Right yes. I can Yes. I can play PC games, yeah?
2: Theoretically. Correct.
1: And if I have the Xbox app open on Windows 10, I can play my Xbox games that they gave me Play Anywhere on, right? Yeah. So they could figure something out to have the Steam library pair up with the Xbox library and share over.
0: Yeah, but the only way they'd be able to do that, this is what I'm saying, the only way they'd be able to do that if you were to stream games from the PC to the Xbox, which technically you could probably do now anyway.
1: Yeah, so couldn't you stream? I mean, like, couldn't you? Couldn't they do like a streaming PC ish service thing? I mean, so many like look at big picture mode for instance. Steam is ready to become a console.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. What I'm saying is, yeah, they could. They could quite easily just put uh, a you know a, a Steam app on the Xbox One and have that stream games from your PC, but that still requires you having a PC. It doesn't help the fact that the Xbox One still will not have any games.
1: Could they put a uh, partition on the drive, install SteamOS, <laughs> Steam and have it so that you can download games and essentially run a... I was going to say native, but I don't really know what that means. in the term Right,
0: way. okay. No, no, fine. Good, good idea. Okay. Then... You run into the, the the issue that from a PC perspective, the Xbox One's ridiculously underpowered.
2: <laughs> yes. Oh boy. It's it- it's
0: powerful enough to run its own games that are built for it, but straight up PC games, it is low spec. The Xbox One X is getting there, but it's still not up to the superpower specs of a of a desktop super machine.
2: Yeah.
0: So that way still wouldn't work. I still say that EA is the best option because they will immediately have access to a ton of games which they need, and Im- and imagine the take up on Game Pass if they autom- or if they basically straight away had all the EA sports games.
2: Now, the only reason I think that the EA purchasing EA would be a mistake is that EA is a third party seller; they sell games on all consoles. If they did that first off they'd piss off a whole lot of people by basically saying "Oh, those games that you had on other consoles now ah, they're all they, on xbox you see, you're,
0: you're making a mistake did they do that with minecraft no they wouldn't do it here but that it doesn't just the...
2: that doesn't fix the problem of xbox kind of being a sucking ass right now no doesn't excuse no. my language
0: <laughs> no it does because of game pass
2: Ah, uh, I, I what guess what you got to think
0: is that EA are probably in, in no way going to let them put the sports titles on Game Pass. But if Microsoft own them, it doesn't matter; they can do whatever they want. This is true, and and that is, that would be a massive, massive selling point because one, the people who buy those sports games will buy them every year. So you know, most of them is going to go, "Oh, I just I, when the new one comes out, I just get it." All right, fine, I'll just pay monthly and, and do that. Plus. They make all their money on microtransactions in those games now. Mm. They don't care about the upfront cost. They can just... Microsoft will just give them away basically for free and make all the money back on the Ultimate Team packs and all that kind of stuff. It's (laughs) a a pure money spinner.
2: Couldn't the same be said for Steam then? You could do the same thing with Steam, I mean? It's kind of like you get all the new Steam releases on Game Pass. Yeah,
0: but you don't. Because the games on Steam are not made for the Xbox One. Yeah, they could they're made be. for the PC. They're not developed for the Xbox One, whereas all the EA games pretty much are already. I, see I mean, yes, the Xbox One is saying. a PC, it is a PC, but they're still not developed for it. It would be easy to make the transition for a lot of developers, yeah. But they're not already there. The EA games are.
2: I see what you're saying. Yeah, that that does make sense. I, I think it would be terrifying, kind of either way, because if if they did purchase Valve, it would put all the PC gaming. Kind of in their wallet, you know, kind of in their pocket. So that I think that's terrifying to begin with. I see what you're, I see your point. That it might not necessarily be the best purchase, but it would kind of put the entire ball game only in their court. If that makes sense, you know, Um everybody would have to go to them now for pretty much everything, you know, related to PCs. I think it'd be kind of a solid move, even if it it does have some intricacies to jump through. Purchasing Valve has some huge implications for PC gaming because everybody well, yeah, because has if, Steam.
0: Yeah, and and the thing is, I can see if they, if they were to go down that route, they'd shut down the Windows Store and Steam would become the de facto Windows Store. I don't think they'd close Steam or, or try and migrate away from it. They would keep Steam pretty much as it is and that would then become the default Windows Store.
1: They'd just... have to put something in their... To make it more obvious which games would work on your hardware or not, but something like that could work. I mean, if they are moving to a transitional uh generational system with consoles, then implementing something like that could be a thing i guess
0: yeah i mean this is do you, be honest, you bring up an interesting point there because i'm not, I'm surprised that steam doesn't already do that because. Yeah. One, Steam periodically goes, can we scan your hardware just to see what you've got for marketing or just you know, whatever purposes just to see what people are running? And then every single game on Steam has minimum and recommended specs. Surely it's just a very simple back-end database comparison between the two, and they just go, yeah, this will work on your computer. Yep.
3: Well, it's some games like. don't have minimum specs. So like they, they Some of them, a lot of them have just like, you need this much hardware hard drive space, so that would be cool. And also, how do you really define, say, with uh, graphics cards between the different uh, models and speeds? Sure, within one generation of graphics cards would be easy, but then with multiple generations, eh, it would be a a large amount of sorting and filing in the back end.
0: I mean, yeah, there is a large amount of variance, but also, I mean... It wouldn't be an exact science, but there are, if you, if you look out there on mo- most sites, there's benchmarks for every single card out there. So you can kind of go, well, true, we've tested true. it on this card, so generally this sort of area of cards are going to work. You know, If it's better than that, you're fine. If it's worse than that, you might have trouble. So it's, you know, it wouldn't be an exact science every time, but they could get a general ballpark.
1: Yeah. Have, we, happy, you know. have, have we talked about modular consoles before and modular PCs? Because PCs are kind of modular in nature at the minute. But if you had something that was essentially a plug-and-play, as in, I I know they're essentially plug-and-play at the minute as well, but if you had, like, a box and then you had components that you bought that were labelled generation this, this does this, this does that, and you literally slot it in and it connects on cards at the back. So nobody needs to get their head inside something and do this or do that. If you had something like that on PC you could start saying, well if you've got a four in your one slot and a six in your two slot and a five in your in your three slot, then you can play this, 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 this. And that's the kind of way that I could see PCs becoming more accessible to people. And obviously if it goes over onto if it goes over onto consoles as well, then then that could make the piece the console transition more fluid, which which uh which would allow for better integration of PC games with console games.
0: Um, yeah, true. But there is an issue. Razer have already tried to do this. Um, it was one of their projects that came out, of course, probably about five or six years ago now. They put out the ideas behind this. Um, the only problem is, I mean, I can see it from a console perspective, if it's done by one company, they can pretty much do that. That's not a problem. But PC space is getting all of the different vendors of all the different hardware to come on board and make everything with a single form factor. Yep. That's the problem. That's not going to happen. So,
2: <laughs> funny, the, oh, the funny part is, is that... It, and I'm kind of bringing this back here. The funny part is, is that all it really takes is one game. Halo launched Xbox. Uh, all it takes is one game for them to pull it around. So... If they, you know, kind of bring it back, if they did buy Blue Hole, <laughs> um, <laughs> it could be what kind of turns things around for the Xbox. They just need one game, one really phenomenal game to kind of turn things around, and that's what would be that game. You know, what what is it they need?
3: <laughs> uh they need one game yes launch, but they need. That Xbox had a pile of other games to keep you going. That short Halo launched them. Was like, hey, get our thing. Then you still need an ecosystem behind them to keep it going.
1: I mean, let's also consider, and I know, I know it's very cool at the minute to say like Xbox One is struggling, and it, and you know, in comparison to how Sony have done and how Nintendo are doing, it certainly is struggling. Especially considering where it was at the end of the last generation. But let's not forget. When that Xbox original launched, you know, exclusives didn't mean what it meant five years ago or ten years ago. They launched with access to so few IPs that they had to launch with old dead Sega IPs, things that were promised for the Dreamcast, and a bunch of new IPs from out of the blue. They had to launch on being similar to a PC as well. They, you know, Morrowind. Was yeah. was an exclusive to it. You couldn't get that on the PlayStation. It couldn't do it, you know. And the, you know, there was so... a,
0: there was a reason for that though, and that reason was the fact that the Xbox had a hard drive. Yep. Because <laughs> basically the story goes, and you know, I'm I'm perfectly I I perfectly believe this is that the Xbox, the original Xbox, was running on a on a customized Windows two thousand kernel which basically could not work without virtual memory, therefore necessitating a hard drive.
2: I didn't know that. <laughs> and
0: that's pretty much the only reason they ha- they had a hard drive in it, is because they couldn't get it to work without one. That's funny. And then obviously, but it kind of paved the way for, you know, you don't have to have memory cards for your save games, and that was a big bonus for a lot of people. And, and then obviously things like Morrowind, Morrowind basically needed the hard drive to run. It wasn't, technically talked about but it needed the virtual memory to run
1: yeah
0: um and certain other games needed that as well i mean it it paved the way obviously for all systems then in the future to have hard drives um but you know the it was only put in there because they had to have it in there to make the system work in the first place it wasn't a a, a, you know a conscious design decision really when they first started out they just needed it because it windows needs it that's fair
1: but what i mean is they pulled these. These were games that had not been seen on console before, which admittedly is getting rarer with time. But they also did have these new IPs that appeared and 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 stuck around. You know, they couldn't get Tomb Raider at the time, could they? They no. couldn't get uh, Metal Gear Solid. They couldn't even get FIFA, as I recall, right at the start. They yeah, Pro Evo instead.
0: Yeah, EA shied away from it a bit at the beginning. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so it's just... uh It's been done before. Yeah. It, they appeared from nowhere. And they managed to elbow into that space quite well. Yeah, the Xbox original wasn't a massive success story. But it, it did so many things well that have completely changed games that it shows that people can come from nowhere. Yeah. We're not... Yeah, so... I well, think, I mean, I think...
0: the, obviously the other reason that things like Morrowind and that made it to the system is that, like the PlayStation and Xbox One is now, it was a PC. Yeah. Its processor was a 733 Celeron. And it ran DirectX, and it ran Windows, and, you know, anyone who developed a PC could immediately make games for the Xbox because it was basically the same environment.
1: So then Microsoft have probably been asking themselves this question for a couple of decades now but how can they make consoles more similar to PC where they currently hold the throne yeah that, would be that Valve.
2: that's the answer the cricket noise that followed that question <laughs> cuz <'Cause> nobody <laughs> that knows. would be Valve.
1: honestly you you find a way to get valves linux operating system running on your console you find a way to gate off the stuff that won't work on the console and you go hey great news we've just added 10,000 games 15,000 games 20,000 games to the xbox library
0: yeah that could work i mean so if 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 you could partition it and and get the steam os working which technically they could do easy enough cuz the xbox one runs a hypervisor anyway they're already running two os
1: yeah i knew that yeah. Uh, so yeah. they could
0: easily they could easily just do a third. What did you not know that? Sorry. <laughs> yeah,
1: you, you have told me that before. Oh, right, okay, Sorry, right, <laughs> I was just I was just trying to get involved with the, the with the tech guy conversation.
0: Yeah, it's a very it's a very to be honest. The Xbox One, as much as I hate <laughs> the bloody thing, it's very interesting from a technological point of view, the way it so actually works.
1: Could they deploy a Could they deploy an order to partition and install a Linux instance? Via a update.
0: I don't see why not. Ah! <laughs>
3: there are <laughs> about nine and a half me. thousand Linux games on Steam, or three hundred eighty-one pages.
0: Excellent, nice research, Toby. Well
3: done. Thank you.
0: So there you go. That'd, yeah, that's it. I I mean, it would be a big bloody update. And they'd have to do a lot of work to make it work properly.
1: They've got a pretty but, good, te- yeah. They've got a pretty good testing system, the the opt-in beta stuff, where you can try out the dashboards months yeah. ahead. The and a the only good prob- feedback system.
0: The only problem is, I would worry that an update of this magnitude would not be something you could easily roll back from. True. Because this is literally going to be splitting your hard drive down the middle and r- breaking off an entire chunk of it for SteamOS.
1: Could maybe they do a console that sits on the top of your existing console, and then when you put the cartridge in it? Oh, sorry.
2: Ah. <laughs> yeah, it was a joke.
1: <laughs>
0: what? Are you talking about the the thirty two the thirty two <laughs> Xbox One? <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, that works. I knew they'd manage to get the free in there somewhere. Well, yeah. the free back in there somewhere. Sorry,
0: but. You bring up an interesting point, though. Could they release a, a a unit that just plugs into a USB port and boots off that?
2: Potentially. I was just—I mean, I was looking at some numbers here, and you know, actually, all in all, Xbox really did well for itself. They let's see, here. they made quite a bit of money last year—three uh, point nine billion dollars, to be exact, up eight percent from last year. Uh, their user base is actually up. Everything is up, but I guess what I guess what it is, is it's it's not that they're doing poorly. It's just they don't have any. I, I, I guess the say word is hype around them. I don't feel like they, they have, yeah they have they have to they, bring something out this year. I, I want to see yeah
0: that's that's the problem. They they started off badly and started off on the back, on the back foot and they've just not been able to catch up.
2: But yeah, I mean, and doing, I think it's too late now. I don't know about that. They still have plenty of money, and there's still plenty of loyal Xbox fans.
0: Oh yeah, there is. But obviously, we're already what four years into this generation, and Play, PlayStation's you know outsold them by two to one. They're not coming back from that this generation. But that what they need to do is get something behind them, start building up hype, and that loyalty for when the jump goes into the next true generation not this middle of the range rubbish, but the next true generation, they need to try and start building up hype now to make sure they start on the right foot the next time around
2: Well, the next console generation is supposedly just around the corner, so it's about time
0: Oh yeah, all this story about the PS5, but the thing is this happens all the time, if you actually go back through in history, as soon as one console comes out they start researching the next one. It's just the nature oh, yeah. of the, the the business. So this news about oh, the PlayStation Four is already in development. So, yeah, we know that it's probably been in development for three years.
1: <laughs> well, I'm it's, personally yeah. looking forward to next week's news that Microsoft have bought out Valve, EA, and Bluehole, oh! and <laughs> Nintendo, <laughs> and Sony, and Apple, and.
2: <laughs> More likely, Disney will just buy them all and just. It'll
1: this be is over. true, and then and then and then yeah, they'll all be slowly consumed Microsoft buys by this, Disney. Like, Anglerfish. <laughs> yeah, Microsoft <laughs> buys Disney. Yeah. I I think it would be like it would be like microsoft consuming disney and then disney just bursting out from the inside of microsoft destroying the body around it and going you can't kill me that easily
0: you know what i wouldn't mind i wouldn't mind uh microsoft either being bought by disney or buying out disney because then it might mean they might bring out a cameo movie and that would be awesome because cameo was sweet and that it voice. needs a film made out of it
1: they're just sitting on that aren't they
0: yeah it's a shame
1: it changed so much, though, that game. Well, it, did it, it started it, as an
0: N64 game, didn't it? The N64 and it, game,
1: what? where you could... Which you game? were collecting the creatures and you could turn into any of them. And then by the time it launched, you could only turn into, what, six?
0: No, there was ten creatures.
1: Oh, ten. Yeah. But
0: you could but, only have three at a time, I think.
1: Gotcha.
0: What, what game was this? Uh, Cameo. K-A-M-E-O. It was an Xbox 360
1: oh, launch yeah. title. Elements of something? Elements
0: of power. That's it.
2: Yeah, you could tell I'm definitely a PlayStation person. I have no idea what that is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, that's the thing. In that era, I was I was pretty much 360 all the way. But then, you know, E3 2014 hit, and that was it. Bye, Microsoft. Don't care anymore.
2: Blue Hole. Toby, do you, do you have anything to add to the conversation? <laughs> I love doing that, putting him on the spot. <laughs>
3: blue hole. I
1: was, I was expecting to just hear, but <laughs> Toby is disconnected.
0: Am I, am I the only person who wishes EA would buy blue hole and then just shut him down?
1: Oh,
3: then we wouldn't have PUBG anymore. Exactly. It that's, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> Wait, we would have PUBG, but it'd just be even more microtransactions.
2: Isn't there some sort of new game that's gonna kind of have like a hundred players versus a hundred players or some
1: crazy number of? Yeah, no, it's... there's
0: one. There's one coming out that's doing what a four hundred player. All
2: right, something like that. Yeah. There's... Wasn't there's it more than that?
1: Wasn't it 400 and 8 Oh no, yeah, I think it was four hundred by four hundred. And in any one area of the map, you can have a hundred and twenty-five people. So I don't know how it's going to gate people off. It's but called as as server crash point.
2: the game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's basically, I mean, like Mag did this a while ago. and But what that did is it filtered people down. So you'd have like 256, I think it was, people split into two teams. One lot offending and pushing through areas, one lot defending. And as you pushed through, you ultimately killed the strongest of... The opposing team by fighting those who have survived thus far and it was a really oh, yeah. interesting idea mag uh so I, I don't know i mean there
2: you go microsoft should buy that
1: Oh, mag sure <laughs> it was on ps3 it was a ps3 exclusive no no the new
2: one the one that's coming out soon oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that should be uh should be interesting it, I, I think it's great. I think I know that Player unknown is, is kind of a, like, shake fist, you know, throw walking cane on the gr- ground and moan about the youth. But, <laughs>
0: man but, shouts at cloud.
1: <laughs> man shouts, man shakes fist at cloud, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, but let's be honest, it is pretty impressive that this is bringing about massively multiplayer online into other genres again, which is nice. Nice. Blue hole. Yeah.
0: The thing that impresses me the most is that how many idiots accept broken games as being good. <laughs>
2: oh my God. And there's like half of our listening people right now.
1: I sh- yeah, I should have said, uh, sorry, I should have said, it's bringing massively multiplayer online play to lots of different genres and also lowering the expectations of people for incomplete games. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, it, I haven't had any problems with it.
0: You are just one man.
3: <laughs> I haven't had any problems.
1: I don't play it. <laughs> <laughs> but but wouldn't it be cool if, like, RPGs all of a sudden were going like, hey, yeah, you know what? We found a way to have it so that there's 16 of you on the same team and you can play it online. Wouldn't it be cool yeah, if I, someone was I like... Yeah, I wouldn't
0: play that either. <laughs> RP, I, I, I would rather play by okay. myself, thanks.
1: okay. <laughs> Well, I'm sure when there's a 100 versus 100, wait, when it's 100 fighting to the last man in the next Elder Scrolls game, people will be over the moon.
0: There's already Elder Scrolls online for that, so what's your point?
1: Yeah, but that was a bit like... The, the, uh...
0: <laughs> yeah, but Dan, what you're, what you're perpetuating here is the death of the single player game. And that no, is something not... that does oh, not gosh. need single to happen. Player,
2: oh, no, I'm not. single player <laughs> is not going anywhere.
1: Yeah. yeah. None of that.
0: No, no, Dan clearly hopes it does. You see, he's he's no! trying. To, he's trying to no, online, You're trying to put online multiplayer into, into RPG games. No, we don't need that. I'm Leave them saying, alone.
1: I'm just saying it would be cool. No,
0: it know. wouldn't. It would. <laughs> Blue hole.
1: Yeah, but it would.
0: Look, Dan. All I'm saying is that generally, people are bastards, and I don't want anything to do with them. Wow,
1: what, <laughs> what a great message for the podcast. <laughs> There you are, kids, and that's our words of wisdom for the day.
2: That's a perfect place to wrap it up, yeah.
0: Maybe. Don't worry, I'm the editor, I will beat myself.
1: That's a bit rude, isn't it?
0: <laughs> well done, well done. Hand clap, yes.
1: What was that noise?
0: <laughs> Wasn't clapping. Uh.
2: So not safe anyway, for workware.
0: A... <laughs> yeah, go on, Toby. I, yeah, uh, Toby just uh, just uh, Give us a couple of minutes just on your experiences uh, with NF- NSFW. Okay, FW. first things
1: first. It's George's fault.
2: Yes, let's I yes. clarify that. I yes. tweeted a joke. I didn't think it was going to be taken seriously about a game called Not Safe for Workware.
3: <laughs> I, I went and played it, and it was kind of fun. But also... How? What words can I
2: use? This, How explicit this can I give, go?
0: Let's just give this a, an overarching uh, point. So this game that we're talking about is called NSFWWare, and it's basically a porn version of WarioWare with yes. exceptionally retro, colourful, pixely graphics. So it's not really pornographic in any kind of way. You would have it's a hard time Wario getting off to it. Yeah, yeah, so very aware, though, isn't
3: it? Loads yeah. of little scenes, and then you can use your arrow keys to try and work out what you do in each scene. Like, uh, <laughs> one of the more simple ones is you have several men doing things to each other, and you've got <laughs> to use your arrow keys to rearrange them so they match little. They, their colours match a little thing in the corner. Uh, or. Yeah, so you have no idea what you're supposed to do. Just All like All you know is that you. Yeah, the arrow keys do things and it's up to you to work out what each arrow key does and uh, what you're supposed to do to finish the uh, level. You've got five seconds to do so and if you don't, then you lose a life.
0: Yeah, so it is basically just like WarioWare. WarioWare, yeah. basically, there was that period of you just have to learn how each game works.
2: A- yeah, except the part yeah. where you Some pose is a lot more interesting now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Oh. See, no one else laughed there, George. Clearly, no one's played Wario. I know, before. right?
3: I'm
2: like, come on, I'm okay, going get that. Barry, where
3: Wario? Uh, brilliant. I don't think I have.
2: Oh, you guys gotta play that game. It's brilliant. It's so it's nice. It's great. <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll have to send you over a zip file with a Game Boy Advance emulator and a copy of the original game because it's probably the best one.
1: The Wii one was good though. The Wii one was good.
0: Yeah, well, yeah it was alright, but I, I still prefer that original one, yeah, the first one on the GBA.
1: I think the the Switch really needs a, a WarioWare game, because WarioWare games always brought out the best of the features of the console. They always used all of the gimmicks.
0: Yeah, it does. What was it? The one on the GameCube where you could make your own?
1: Uh, they did a DS one where you could do that. WarioWare DIY.
0: Yeah, that's that's the kind of thing that needs to be done again. Mm. Because obviously, people—I mean, that—that that kind of went under the radar a bit when it came out. But you know, people have gone mental over things like Mario Maker. So bringing out a WarioWare title where you can make your own games, and especially on the Switch, where you've got that touch screen and you could manipulate it in that way—that's
2: what the Switch needs. It Needs, it needs it Mario will. Maker. Yes, it does. That would be super sweet.
1: <laughs>
2: and then silence.
1: It, yeah, it, was, it was cool, but I don't own a Switch, so... Well, you need Why? to remedy yeah, that, Dan. I mean, you, I mean
0: you? you went and bought a PS4. Why? Honestly. Why didn't you just buy a, just a I, Switch? I
1: have to review games on the PS4. <laughs> I don't so, but, have to review games on the Switch. We, so basically, what you're the, saying
0: is that Drag- Dynasty Warriors 9 excited you that much, you had to immediately go and buy a PS4. What,
1: what I'm saying is that we have one million Switch reviewers and we have about four PS4 reviewers and they were all a bit like ah, sorry mate i'm busy <laughs> and i was like you know what you are busy so i guess i'll open up the old uh, wallet
0: I... and i'm sure you're so, i'm sure you're so upset that you're going to have to play dynasty warriors 9
1: mate i'm really looking forward to it Yeah, no, i i was <laughs> so to play just that
0: just quickly from what i could make out uh, from uh, Louis talking about in the channel is this something that they've changed the way the whole thing plays
1: oh mate yes it's only taken them 34 entries but actually i think it's probably twice that but but yeah they <laughs> they've changed it to be vastly more open world like uh, you know how normally it's kind of almost like it's in lanes yeah uh, and... it's
0: very it is a pretty much linear isn't it sort of room to room kind mm-hmm, of thing, but
1: both factions normally just run at each other and they're almost deliberately programmed to be weak in some places and weak in others although it does play out slightly differently and the player is i guess there's there should be a term for it but you're the silver bullet or whatever and so everywhere you go if you take out an officer and you're vastly more competent yeah the the hero thank you judge of uh, i was like what are you looking for but, yeah, so you turn up and you just smash up a couple of officers, which saves about five minutes of the forces smashing into each other. And so you're leading, leading the combat. Uh, very similar in Bladestorm as well, which was exceptional. But Bladestorm was open, right? Uh, Bladestorm, you had these big French provinces, uh, towns and cities and villages and stuff that you could move between. And if you wanted, if it was like you've got three days to take Leon, You could be like, right, well, actually, I'm going to spend two and a half days just taking all these stupid villages and decking officers for no reason. And in the last half day, I'm going to take Leon. So you could do what you wanted. And by taking out those little villages here and there, you could could restructure where the enemies took their reinforcements in through. So if you did that and controlled the battle, you could create almost a a funnel of enemies straight into into your units and just get massive... Kills and stats and boosts and change the battlefield. Is Dynasty Warriors Uh, Nine doing that? And I yeah, from from what I've seen, Dynasty Warriors Nine has got a much more open world layout to the battles. They're a lot larger. the The towns are things that you can go within because obviously normally when they have an internal area or a town or a village, it just becomes a level and you're trying to get in through a series of stupid gates find this officer kill him oh the right. gates have opened right, right. find another officer the gates have opened and it was never like a town or anything it was literally like six gates and then the the boss was standing in the middle but with this they've 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 gone for wider areas and and different capture points and as well as that because they've gone for this kind of verticality to try and get these forts and stuff up off of the ground if you're going to try and get into one of these places you can you can grapple and you can go up the side of these walls to jump over the top and over the side of them, and oh, Ooh, climbing! It very cool. Yeah, lots of cool stuff.
2: Climbing.
1: Yeah, awesome. hey, hey, climbing is cool. <laughs> dragon, dragon, Dragon's Dogma. You know, was the tilting point it, not, where everyone went. You know what? Climbing is cool. And then it was in Monster Hunter, and now it's in Dynasty Warriors. And I, yeah, it's not necessarily so a proof of revolutionary. That's not, that's not.
0: Yeah, let's not beat around the bush here. Breath of the Wild made climbing cool.
1: Yes. <laughs> That happened much after Dragon's Dogma. Uh, yeah. In Breath anyway. of the Wild, can you stick two daggers into a griffin, sailing through the air, as you stab your way along the back of the beast Horde. and slash at its throat so it tumbles to the ground? And then your wizard friends, like I'm a wizard friend, and sets fire to things, and then a goblin, and you throw it, and it's yeah. You're throwing Did the, You do that?
2: The no. goblin?
0: <laughs> but you can I'm, throw goblins. I am gonna. I'm gonna stop everyone. Right now, cease, because there's something I remember that I wanted to bring up on this podcast that, that I found was quite exciting this week, and uh, so potentially exciting news for Switch owners. So oh. Dan, you can uh, should be quiet if you want. Oh. <laughs> oh.
2: it'll be a challenge.
0: But I don't, I don't, I don't know about. But I don't know if any of you know this, but obviously the Chinese game market is a bit of a weird one.
2: No. Yes.
0: So in China, Nintendo are releasing. GameCube games to be played on the NVIDIA Shield. Oh. Right? So people have thought, oh, okay, this is interesting. This is great. Some people have imported a Chinese NVIDIA Shield and there's things like Mario Galaxy and stuff on there. They've ripped the thing apart and they've found that they're not porting the games. They're running on a GameCube emulator. And the exciting part about that... Is that the Nvidia Shield uses a Tegra X1, exactly like the Switch.
2: Oh, okay. So
0: Nintendo, so Nintendo have created a GameCube emulator that will technically work on the Nintendo Switch. So that is quite exciting. If if they uh, decide to go that route, it's almost like they've used this Chinese market as almost like a test, because it's like the Shield running <laughs> the same hardware. We can test it out in a market that, technically, you know, stays away from everything else. It's kind of in its own little bubble. And then if it works, GameCube VC on the Switch.
3: Yeah, I'd love a proper virtual
2: console. And that'd be great.
0: The only issue Actually, we've got yeah. is that the Switch hasn't got analog triggers.
2: But haven't
0: but they could probably right. get around that.
2: Haven't they said they don't want to do the virtual console thing? I mean, didn't they say they wanted to kind of stay away from that with the Switch? No. I could have sworn they did. They've,
0: they've, no, they've, they've already come out and stated that obviously with the online system, you're going to get NES and SNES games every month to play, meaning that that, that it, you know, they, they know that they're going to be doing old games on the system anyway. Plus the fact that up until very recently, there was a NES emulator built into the Switch's firmware. Right. So they know they can do it, and it's possible, and that for the online system, they are going to do it. They just, I think they're just waiting for the, the right time. And I don't think they're going to do virtual console like they've done it in the past. I think it's going to be a completely new system.
1: Hmm.
0: I wouldn't Would be surprised like, no if way. they go for a, a subscription Netflix kind of dealio, where they go, here you go, here's 100 mm. SNES games, just pay 7 a month or whatever. You can play all these, all these SNES games. Because that seems to be the way that a lot of companies are going now.
2: Well, their services Generally. go live like in September. Didn't they change the date recently? September, they've said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. September, they've said. Um, they better make... I, I'm sorry, I'm tired of subscription services. They better make that damn worth my time because it's just yeah. ridiculous how many subscription services there are now. I know they say they're going to give you free NES games or whatever, but that's not worth it to me. I, I love the Switch. Don't get me wrong. Great system, but for playing online, they better give me some sort of value not just old nes games i'm sorry <laughs>
0: yeah no there is that i mean the good thing about it is it's is a hell of a lot cheaper than the other two services so but
2: still box, i mean it's another what's it currently gonna cost
0: well they they reckon 20 dollars a year and obviously oh, the other that's... ones are about 60 so oh
2: really.
3: yeah that's actually pretty good price
0: yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I'm not sure I'm going to bother. It depends what stuff you get with it because, like I've stated a hundred times, I don't play online games, so I'm not really fussed about that. But if I do, if they do give away a certain certain things with the, with the service, I'm, I might get it. But yeah, it depends. Well, well
2: that sounds it. Like Microsoft should buy Nintendo and Dynasty Warriors Nine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be honest, Microsoft couldn't afford them. People people think that Nintendo, because they've had b- bad things in the past, that Nintendo are small. They are not. They have got so much money.
2: <laughs> oh, I, I'm sure they do. Now,
0: they, even during the this, this is the thing, like the, you know, the Wii was a complete, Wii U was a complete failure, but it didn't really even touch their bottom line.
3: Ooh, something had, that I heard.
0: Three three DS was keeping them afloat, so the Wii U could die off, and they didn't even really make a dent. It was just like, okay, fair enough, we messed up. We'll
2: move on. What was oh, that, I have uh, heard
3: that the switch has more or less beaten the Wii in first term in first year sales right now.
0: It is certainly on on target to do big numbers well, if it can continue. Yeah.
2: Whoa, 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 wait, wait,
3: from the things we're looking at, North America it's a beaten uh, Euro- Europe, they're more or less equal, and it's just below in Japan,
2: but not the Wii, the Wii. So not the Wii U, right. the Wii. Yes, yeah, the Wii, the Wii, Wii U is pretty decent, much... That's nuts. I think
0: The Wii U it's yeah. completely outsold the Wii U for lifetime sales now, isn't it? It's done that already. Yeah. yeah. But so, yeah. first
3: year selling. That's crazy, because the Wii Switches was... Which is more our speed than the Wii. I mean, the Wii was yeah. like... And think
0: how quickly the Wii sold yeah. in that first year.
3: Yeah, it was massive.
2: I had to kill Switches somebody to get my track.
0: Wii. Yeah. Uh, but it's like Dan said oh. the other week. Um, the reason it is selling a lot more is because there's a lot more people playing games now. Uh, the, the, the industry of limitations. itself is...
3: What? What? Who? what? That's a statute of Limitations right out on that, George.
2: Oh, oh, what? Uh, I didn't commit murder. What?
3: <laughs> All right, it might have. It's a long time ago that we came out.
2: I can't believe Dan doesn't own a Nintendo Switch. Oh. <laughs> I think he's died. He's gone. He just—he died because he doesn't have a switch. He just couldn't take it anymore. Sorry, sorry,
0: Dan. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mean to tell you to shut up.
1: You told me I had to be (laughs) quiet. (laughs) Come back, Dan. Come back. Switches seem cool. Yeah, they sold a lot. (laughs) Shoulders of giants, bigger audience. Whoa, GameCube games on the Switch? No way, mate. It'd be great to get Eternal Darkness running on a Switch.
0: Oh, yes, it would.
1: Uh, Dan is. I think that's me.
2: Dan is playing the comments section of this podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you guys have gone massively downhill here. <laughs> Since okay. that Dan bloke used to talk more. <laughs> Kisses, Dan. <laughs>
0: Excellent. Right, so before we start rambling but, on, because it is uh, getting okay. on in time a bit now, I think we're going to come to the end of this week's Can podcast.
2: We have... That's what happens when we have the four Can of us in the have... so, comment
3: section.
0: But it probably is comment somewhere. Yeah, We've probably, probably somewhere. got. A, there's probably a Reddit page somewhere just ripping us to pieces. Uh, I know. I, <laughs> oh, I know. I'm part of it. There usually is. Oh, oh no. you might. You probably made it, oh, George. Pff, yeah. It's
1: been so busy the last <laughs> couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Setting off all of this I can't believe they got rid of George <laughs> 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 oh, What's a calamity Don't worry guys I know I'll get him back <laughs> I know a way <laughs> Mid January I guarantee you Want to put money on it? <laughs> yeah.
0: Right, so before next week's podcast, we'll be uh, putting in together a full investigation onto George's whereabouts in his uh, hiatus and <laughs> see what he's been up to. <laughs> Running a betting ring. We will be reporting back next week. But from me and uh, my three uh, co-podcasters, we will see you next time. Bye for now.
1: Bye.
2: Were we supposed to say bye? I think. Yeah. Were say oh that. my. <laughs> thought,
3: I was expecting all of us to go bye together at the same time. Okay, one yeah. more time,
2: one more time. <laughs> bye. Okay, right, one more time. Bye. 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 <laughs> bye. 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 Hello. <laughs> that works. <laughs> Hello. Hello.